Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Zach was probably always the first guy picked on, you know, here on the playground, right? He was either he was either captain or first guy picked. Majority of the time, whatever team he played on won. Right? Like like he like he probably this is probably very hard for him to process. Was a stud at BYU. Probably was a stud in high school. This is probably really hard for him to process. Like, what? <laughs> I'm getting benched? And so, you know, how do you, how do you respond to that? You know, this is a reason why, you know, it's uh, love, hate, whatever, Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Bill Belichick loves drafting players who aren't silver spoon players. What do I mean by that? Aren't players that have been naturally gifted since birth. I call it kissed by God. Bill Belichick prides himself on drafting players who at some point in time in their life have gone through some type of perseverance. Some type of trial tribulation, got knocked down, wasn't always the best, always had to try really hard to, for, that, for that motivational factor. You know, um, I've covered several Super Bowls. One of my favorite Super Bowls and, and the media, now it's a media night, it used to be a media day, was uh, um, Tom Brady. And he was talking to the media and he shared a story that uh, when, he was, when he was coming out of Michigan, no bells and whistles, first day was anticipating to get, to get drafted and it did not happen. And he was really bummed about it. Second day, I, I forgot, like back then, what was it? It was like one through four and then five through seven, right? It was a two-day thing, right? It wasn't like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like it is now. And I want to say like the second day, the first, the, 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 the first that, that round of the second day went through and he still wasn't drafted. So I think now we're into like round four and Tom Brady still hasn't been drafted. And he, was, he said he was so upset, he excused himself all his family members were in the living room and he went into his bedroom and he pulled out one of those big yellow legal pads and he started writing down other career choices, accountant, maybe move to New York. I I don't know. I'm, he he didn't get into specifics, but just, I'm thinking what, what would Tom Brady do well with, you know, and just writing down other career choices. And then, excuse me. And all of a sudden around the sixth round, his mom knocked on the door and said, you've been drafted by the New England Patriots. And that was all it took. And him and Rodney Harrison, the two of them, um, and you know, same, same philosophy. Uh, no one believed in us. Went late. I think Rodney was a sixth round. <clears throat> Didn't believe in us. We're going to prove everybody wrong. We're going to work harder than the next guy. We're going to stay longer than the next guy. We're going to study tape more, more in depth than the next guy. Because nobody believed in us. I don't know. I don't, I don't, you know, 
you know, does, does Zach Wilson have the mindset to bounce back from this, to be better, to do more? And, and does he have it in him? Like, does he have what it takes to be a starting 32? Not, not, not a, not a 35, (laughs) not a 35 where you've got three backup quarterbacks now. Uh, that that have better Q, QBR ratings than you, right? Or would that be two, right? 32, 33, 30. so two, two backup quarterbacks uh, that have better QB, QBR ratings, QB ratings than you. Uh, by the way, all-time single game Thanksgiving records, most passing yards in th- on, on a Thanksgiving game, Troy Aikman, 1998, against the Minnesota Vikings. How about that? Um, 455. Can Dak Prescott surpass that today against his Giants secondary who's starting four, their fourth and fifth string corners? Possibly. Four, 455 is the record, everybody. Keep that in mind while you're watching this Giants-Dallas game today. Oh, my. God help them. Most passing touchdowns on Thanksgiving. Peyton Manning, back in 2004, against the Detroit Lions, he had six. Bob Greasy, back in 1977. You guys probably weren't even born yet, right, Chantel and uh, and Jacob? I know you guys probably haven't. Not a thought Against... in the world. Yep, I was born. No, you don't. You don't. You don't sound like you were born and alive in 1977, Chantel. Um, six, <laughs> and so Bob Greasy tossed six touchdown passes against the Cardinals. Okay, here's your next trivia question. This is a good one. Most rushing yards on Thanksgiving, single game record. Which running back, this might shock some folks, which running back has the single game most rushing yards on Thanksgiving Day? Okay? I have that for you as well at the end of the segment or maybe the beginning of the next. Uh, Getting back to the draft, where are we? We stopped at Micah Parsons, right? I will say this. I love the draft pick of Elijah Vera Tucker at 14 for the Jets. Love him. Matt Jones going to New England Patriots at 15. I've said this before. I love Matt Jones. I think Matt Jones at the end of, at the end of it all and at the end of his career very well could be the best quarterback in this draft. I know it sounds crazy because he's having a horrible season this year. You know why? No Josh Daniels. He goes to the, the Raiders. Josh is not a great head coach. He's a phenomenal offensive coordinator. This offense now that they have implemented for, for Mac Jones, it's, it's god-awful. It doesn't fit him. It just doesn't fit him. So to me, big reason why Mac Jones is struggling this season. Um, I, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking down. Najee Harris going to the Pittsburgh Steelers at 24. That was a steal. Travis ATN going to Jacksonville Jaguars at 25. Whoa, can you imagine? They got ATN at 25. Unbelievable. Um, looking down, looking down. I, I, I'm in the second round now. Uh, so I, I guess, you know, at the end of the day, could the Jets have taken um, uh, Jamar Chase? Absolutely. Could they have taken M- Micah Parsons? Absolutely. Um, Kyle Pitts, again, I just think he's, uh, unfortunately, he's uh, he's in, in purgatory playing there in Atlanta with a team that runs the ball over 50, almost 60% of the time Atlanta runs the football. And, of course, uh, not having a, a solid quarterback. But anyway. All right. So um, so another thing I, I want to dive into is uh, is obviously these Thanksgiving games. And so uh, each and every week I do a show on uh, – it's a digital show for ESPN. It's called Bet. 
And so this week, I was on Monday, and we had Elena Gettensburg, Getzenberg, and Mike Reese. Elena, she covers the Buffalo Bills. Keep in mind, this is really interesting. This first game, the Bills going up against the Detroit Lions. You, you, I'm sure you saw the video, right? Six to seven feet of snow. It was just absolutely horrendous. The Bills had to go to Detroit to take on the Cleveland Browns. I don't know why they didn't stay there. The Bills came back to Buffalo. I think it's a distraction because now you come back to Buffalo in a short work week, having to go back to Detroit to prepare for the Lions. But now you've got to like, you know, worry about your home. How are you getting in your home? How are you getting your, how are you getting your, your car out of, um, out of the snow? How are you like, it's just, it's a, it's, it's a lot of other things that they have to deal with as opposed to getting ready to face this Lions team who, by the way, they've won three straight. They've been outgained in yards in all three games, uh, but the secret sauce for the Detroit Lions, uh, takeaways, okay? Um, they've been tremendous uh, in, in, in takeaways. They are, uh, they, are plus, they are plus seven since week nine. They are plus seven in takeaways where the Bills are minus six in takeaways, and that has been the deciding factor as to why the Lions have won against the Green Bay Packers, the Chicago Bears, and the Giants. So keep that in mind. This could be a very interesting game. And then, of course, the later game, we have Mike Reese. We're going to hear from him in just a second. The later game, of course, is the Minnesota Vikings going up against the Patriots. Patriots top two defense in a number of categories. And the Vikings coming off a beatdown against the Dallas Cowboys. So again, this is Elena and Mike Reese with a deep dive into both those matchups uh, on bet with me earlier this week. Let's listen in. We're getting you ready for your Turkey Day football. Elena Getzenberg joins us as you have each and every week. I feel like there's a different storyline surrounding this Buffalo Bills team each and every week. You're so kind to join us. So uh, let's look back. Josh Allen, of course, uh, you know, he didn't turn the ball over this Sunday. He only threw one touchdown. Tyler Bass really was the star of the show with six, a record-setting six field goals to win. Uh, what, what did the team say about not cashing in on more touchdowns on Sunday, not more of an explosive offense to head into Turkey Day? Yeah, Anita, they are keeping me busy. <laughs> We're running all over the place with this team. But, you know, there was some frustration. This offense was really slow to get going yesterday against the Browns. And it's Josh Allen actually especially struggled. His accuracy was all over the place in that first half of the game. But Sean McDermott, we just talked to him maybe an hour, a couple hours ago. And he said, you know, they don't expect Josh to be Superman. Everyone has that expectation from the outside. But they were proud of how they learned from all of the mistakes. And Josh really responded in the second half and like you said they're not happy with those six field goals but it's way better than this offense has been performing in the previous three games they were consistently driving the football into the red zone and no they don't want field goals they know this offense has potential but honestly for this team that was a step in the right direction and they're gonna have another chance in just a couple of days here to get it right at the same stadium actually so they're a little you know they're not happy with that second half production with all those field goals but it's a step in the right direction so you're absolutely right. Uh, now there's the Buffalo Bills team having to go up against Detroit Lions. Man, this Detroit Lions team, they are scrappy. I mean, they brought it to the New York Giants. What I find interesting is that the Buffalo Bills did not stay in Detroit. They came home. 
And I would imagine, and, and I'm sure you live in Buffalo, right? Going through, you know, the, tri the, the ordeal of that horrendous snowstorm and, and getting your house right, right? Getting your car out of the snow, but still focusing on, on a short work week to get back to Detroit to take on a good Lions team that's won three straight. How are they doing that? How is this team handling a short work week in a, after post a horrific snowstorm? Yeah, this is <laughs> this is insane, and I can tell you that from a firsthand <laughs> experience, having driven back from Detroit myself this morning and going back on Wednesday. But this team is going through it. You know, they we've heard the stories about the snow. Guys had to be rescued by neighbors. Coaches and staff were going around collecting guys so that they could be in Detroit for that game against the Browns. And like you said, this is a short turnaround. They have one full day of practice tomorrow, and that is it before they go back to Detroit on Wednesday. So you know. They've had short weeks before. They've actually played on Thanksgiving. They played on it last year, played on it a couple years ago against the Cowboys. So they know how this routine works. They're just treating it like another short road week. So I don't think there's there's not a lot of nerves there. I asked McDermott about it actually earlier. I was like, what's this week like? And he said, we've been here before. They know what they're doing. So while it is chaotic and there still is, I can out my window, a bunch of snow still there. They're trying to treat it as normal as possible as they would on a short week. Elena, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Enjoy your Turkey Day game. Uh, we go from, of course, Buffalo to Mike Reese. Why the Patriots are taking on the Minnesota Vikings. This is your evening game while you're sitting on your couch. You're fat and happy. You're tired from eating all that turkey. Mike, how you doing? Let's dive into this. The Patriots, they beat the Jets, but not because they were scoring touchdowns, because of their defense. Now they're going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Let's be honest, Kirk Cousins, a much better quarterback than Zach Wilson. They're going to have to put some points on the board. How do they do that? What's up, Anita? Happy Thanksgiving to you. Uh, I'm going to tell you what Mac Jones said and, and how they're going to kickstart this offense. Stop going backwards. You look at their last three games. Anita, you're not going to believe this. They've had 34 plays that have been negative yardage. That doesn't even include penalties. So the ball has been snapped, and the next play, they're starting further back down the field than where they actually started. So that's where they're sort of starting to try to get things going, particularly in the red zone, where they're the 31st ranked offense in the NFL. Got to give some credit to the Jets and the Colts, the last two teams they played over that three-game stretch. Those are good defenses, so that might help the Patriots as well. Uh, meanwhile, again, going up against the Minnesota Vikings, they didn't score a touchdown as well. Uh, what, how is this Patriots team getting ready to prepare for Minnesota Vikings offense? Again, a, a lot better than what we saw with what the Jets had to, to come to town with. I was going to say, Anita, Bill Belichick might not show the Patriots the film of that Vikings-Cowboys game because he said... They're as explosive as any offense that the Patriots will see this year. He said they have a wealth of talent at the skill positions. And when you think about what they're going to try to do defensively, you know Bill Belichick. He always tries to take away what a team wants to do and make them play left-handed. That's got to be Justin Jefferson, right? You know Bill Belichick. He's in the lab right now coming up with a defensive plan on how they can slow down Justin Jefferson. And one way they might be able to do it Keep Matthew Judon cooking. Anita, this guy's in the conversation for defensive player of the year in the NFL. He's got 13 sacks, rushing the passer really well. And when he gets there quick, that puts a lot of pressure on the opposing quarterback. 
and maybe that could negate the impact that a player like Jefferson could have. I like it. Mike, always great to see you. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy your game. Again, Mike Reese, who covers the Patriots, Elena Getzenberg, who covers the Bills. Uh, we're going to hear from Jordan Renan coming your way next. Uh, before we do, I'm going to get to the calls. Jaquan and Dave, hang tight. I'm going to get to you in just a second. By the way, most rushing yards in a single Thanksgiving, in a Thanksgiving single game in NFL history. How about this? O.J. Simpson back in 1976 against the Lions, 273 yards. How about that? O.J. Simpson. Name from the past. Um, I think, what's he doing now? I think he's like down in Florida playing golf. If, uh, if, if, I haven't seen him on social media lately. Um, all right, let's take your calls. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Jaquan in New Jersey. Jaquan, welcome in. Happy Thanksgiving. Good morning. Good morning. Any day, uh, love hearing your show every Saturday. I'm a truck driver. I do a local, mostly in NYC. So I always, always listen to your show. It's a good listen. Thank you. I just had a uh, like two quick points. I'm a Jets fan, 32 years old, been my whole life. Um, uh, the last caller from the Bronx, I think he was. He was talking about opening up the offense. I don't know if he had some spike cider or something early this morning, but that guy's crazy. Because uh, look, Zach Wilson is missing 10 yard screen passes. Mm-hmm. He's missing wide open receivers, no one near them. How can we talk about opening up the offense? The only time we haven't questioned the floor offense, it was ran by Mike White last year against Cincinnati and as well as Joe Flacco this year. Another point, I want to, uh, a lot of fans are going crazy talking about Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas turned Jamal Adams into Garrett Wilson and Elijah Vera Tucker. Like, he's going nowhere. Just because I think Woody Johnson, because he's a little handsy as an owner, I think he had more than a say of picking Zach Wilson. That's why it was so much easy for him to say, this is the Row Weavers week, uh, weekend. This guy sitting down, he didn't like what uh, probably his, you know, rich friends telling him about, yeah, that didn't look good. That's not looking good. Can't have the stadium packed. You guys got a chance to go to the playoffs this year. So I think that's why it was an easier decision because, like, how do you just sit the number two pick down unless the owner said he's getting, he's sitting down? So those are my two, uh, those are my two points. Love listening to the show. I'm going to listen to your feedback and happy Thanksgiving. Jaquan, thank you very much. Uh, you know, here, here's the thing. I don't, we haven't really heard a lot about the Johnson family, right? Um, per- pertaining to, uh, you know, uh, what's the word I want to use? Um, making decisions in, in regard to this organization and, and the roster. We haven't heard that as of late. Uh, I, I don't know if Joe D and Robert Sala are the kind of, you know, unit, group, regime that, that would be open to that. Uh, you know, and, and you very well could be right. I just, again, I, I think this is a, a, a number of things. Number one, it's the Jets having a really good defense that can do a world of damage throughout the regular season and into the postseason if they get in. You don't want to squander that opportunity. You've got a quarterback with a 35 QBR quarterback rating in the NFL, so two worse than, than, than two backup quarterbacks in the NFL. You've got a quarterback who did not say the right things after a 10-3 loss to, to the New England Patriots, and I'm sure a disgruntled, upset, frustrated, angry locker room that I think Robert Sala and this organization wants to keep intact uh, and give them the best opportunity to win. And even though it's a small sample size, yeah, you know what? I'm on board. Let's see what Mike White can do. So I, I think, I think it's, it's a series of, 
unfortunate events that took place surrounding Zach Wilson uh, as to why the Jets got into this situation and decided, listen, it's a bit, like I said earlier, this is a big decision for an organization to bench their number two overall pick. This is a monumental decision. And I commend the Jets for doing it. By the way, World Cup lovers like me and Chantel, uh, Switzerland up on Cameroon, 1-0, 62 minutes in. Let's go to Dave in New Jersey. Dave, you're up. Happy holidays, Anita. Um, I called during that draft. I really, and we spoke before, but I wanted the Giants to take Najee Harris. And I kind of did like Sam Donald. So let's say we compare Donald and Wilson. At least Donald, he would be honest and say, I saw ghosts. Because, you know, in the NFL, I don't I don't think anybody want to be on those field. Those guys are dangerous. That those, These defensive players will, will hurt you real bad. And, and, mm-hmm. and Zach Wilson, he know he can get hurt. So he's panicking most of the time. But I wanted the Jets to take Najee. And I think Donald and Najee would be comparative to Jones and Saquon. And you, yeah. you're a quarterback, so let, let me see how, how you will answer this. Let's say you're the first female quarterback to play in the NFL. Would you want them to be nice to you, or would you go out there and play the game? Zach is being baby. He's, he, he has a babysitter in New York. Enjoy your holiday. You're great. You're the greatest. <laughs> Dave, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. Um, so what, what Dave's talking about is, uh, so I, I played women's professional football for five years down in Miami. I played for the Miami Fury and then in the Florida Stingrays. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't, <laughs> how would I, l- listen, I'm someone who, um, I love, I, I, I do, I do better with tough love that my, my favorite coaches were the ones that never like patted me on the behind and said, good job, Anita. My coaches would be, we'd, we'd, we'd win. You know, we would destroy a team. I'd pass for over 350 yards and five touchdowns. And, you know, offensive coordinator after the game is calling me aside and, and asking me why, I, why did I do X, Y, and Z on these plays? You know, so that, that's, that's, the, that's the kind of coaching I liked. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm better with tough love than, than emotional, you know, pampering. That's, 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 that's me. But you know, a, good, a good coach doesn't just have one style of coaching. A good coach knows how, understands, knows every player and understands how every player wants to be coached and needs to be coached in order to get the best out of them. So, I don't know. Does Zach Wilson need some tough love? He's getting it now. He's getting it now. Uh, By the way, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We come back, we're going to hear from Jordan Renan. Uh, The Giants traveled to Dallas. This is a Giants team, by the way, if you don't know. Uh, injury bug, uh, not injury bug, flu bug, uh, hit the team last week against Detroit. And now those that were not affected last week now got the bug. (laughs) So now you've got a team. The other half of the team now has the bug in Dallas. Uh, No bueno, as I like to say. We'll find out more from Jordan Renan next here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to 98.7 ESPN. We've got Jordan Renan, who covers the Giants, uh, giving us a great preview uh, this morning as we we are uh, about to watch the Giants. I think they're going to get pummeled. Uh, Curious to get your thoughts um, on the, uh, the second leg of the Turkey Day football games that we're all going to be watching fat and happy. Uh, so first things first, welcome in, Jordan. How you doing? Yeah. Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. It's a beautiful day to be alive, you know? Watch football. It is. It is. It, it is a beautiful day. Before we start diving into, you know, uh, what's going on in all the injuries, uh, especially what's going on with the yeah. offensive line. Um, so talk about this, this bug, this flu that affected the Giants last week, which, by the way, I just found out about today, right? Like I didn't, I wasn't aware that there was a, a, a bad flu that the team was, a number of players were dealing with, Leo Williams being one of them. Um, I was told that players were having to like rush off the field during the game against the Lions to go use the bathroom. And then now those that did not have it last week have it this week. Andrew Thomas being one yeah. of them, from what I understand, Saquon Barkley is not feeling 100%. So uh, what, what, what do you know about this, this flu, this bug, whatever this team is dealing with? Yeah, it's just kind of something that's going around. I mean, this happens like every year where basically when guys start getting sick, it starts getting colder. It sort of spreads throughout the locker room, and I think that's kind of where we're at. The offensive line, it seems, has been uh, maybe the hardest hit. I know Nick, Nick Gates has been under the weather, and you got uh, Andrew Thomas who's under the weather. He's actually listed as questionable, though. I do expect them to play, uh, but still, you know, it's something I guess you just got to deal with, and uh, it's uh, it definitely doesn't help when you. I mean, when you go and you play a sport and you're not feeling good, you you just it's hard. I mean, you, you get you get like a little tired and a little exhausted at the end. So, uh, but I think nobody. And you know what, John Feliciano, he's not playing today because of a neck injury. You know, he told me after. Last week's game, after Sunday's loss to Detroit, he said, no one's going to feel sorry for us about all our injuries once we take the field again. And that's true. The Dallas Cowboys, guess what, Anita? They don't care. I'm sure they don't care. 
Um, you know, here here's another thing that, that I was notified of. The Dallas Cowboys bathroom from the visitor sideline is like a mile away. There's nothing close. So Well, and you know, you heard stories. You know how play uh, guys find a way to improvise. It's happened before in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be some porta potties there on the sideline when you see. Um, I don't know. Anyway, there's a blue tent nowadays. There's a blue tent nowadays for privacy, you know. Yep, something they got to do something if that bathroom's a mile away. God bless, and they're wearing white <laughs> pants. Uh, but oh, okay. So let's talk about who made the trip, who didn't. What is this offense gonna? What is this offensive line gonna look like against? Um, Micah Parsons, really? Oh, God bless Daniel Jones. Yeah. He's in for an afternoon. What 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 is this offensive line going to look like? Yeah, I mean, you're talking about. I, I'm expecting Andrew Thomas to be the left tackle, and then at left guard, you might have. I believe you're going to have Jack Anderson starting, right? Because Shane oh. Lemieux is not available. Ben Bredesen's on IR. Josh Azuda's not available. So I mean, you're down to Jack Anderson, your fourth left guard who was a waiver claim at the beginning of the season. And then uh, at center, you're going to have Nick Gates back there. Great story, Nick Gates. I mean, first game back as a starter, you know, talk about giving thanks. I mean, last year his leg was facing the other direction, right? And, and like, he showed me the, uh, the size of the hole in his leg from the operations he's had. And the fact that this guy's starting an NFL game is really a true testament to him and his perseverance. And then, you know, Mark Lewinsky, who's the starting right guard, they should got that. And then right tackle, maybe Tyree Phillips is able to play. Otherwise, you might have Matt Parrott in that spot. So anywhere from 40 to 60% of the offensive line overhaul from last week. Anita, how about this overall? You could have potentially six players for starters, starters from last week, not playing for the Giants on Sunday. Unbelievable! One Unbelievable! We haven't even we haven't even got I know we haven't even got to the defensive side of the ball yet, and and I, I I really I apologize. I know this is Thanksgiving. This is supposed to be a happy time. I don't think we're making Giants fans very happy right now with our conversation. Uh, keep in mind, this is a Dallas Cowboys team that got to Kirk Cousins seven times, was sacked seven times last week. Like I said, this is going to be tough sledding for Daniel Jones. Um, I I really do well, hope Anita, Saquon Barkley is is okay. And would you say? Yeah, I said. Let me say this. They're not going to pass the ball very much, okay? <laughs> like, they are going to run it. And like you said, you hope Saquon's okay. Run it at all costs. Like, they know. I asked Brian Dable how important it was to run it against this team for that reason because of that pass rush. And he said, look, all you have to do is look, turn on the tape, right? If you're in passing downs in, you know, situations where you have to pass, you're, there's going to be negative plays left and right. And they know that. So I expect them maybe to pass occasionally early to try and avoid the third longs and run, run, run. As we know, uh, no Robinson. Uh, he's on IR now. Um, so what, what, what are we looking at? We're looking at Slayton, Galladay, um, <laughs> oh, Bellinger's out. Galladay I mean, again. I, I mean, uh, you, you just you just you need a, you yeah. need a warm body, right? You just need a warm body. Well, Richie Richie James Richie James is sort of I know he was dealing with a knee injury, but he's mm-hmm. sort of back in there like he was at the beginning of the year in the place of Robinson. So he kind of slides into that slot position. It's Isaiah Hodgins and Darius Slayton on the outside with Kenny Galladay slipping in there occasionally, and that's kind of 
what you have. You might you might see David Sills again, Marcus Johnson. I mean, think of this for a second, Anita. This team has started at some point this season, David Sills, Marcus Johnson, and Isaiah Hodgins at wide receiver. I mean, and that's not even including Richie James has been on the team the whole year as well. But, I mean, think about that for a second. That's what you're giving Daniel Jones in a year where you're trying to make a real evaluation. Um. Yeah. Listen. I. I. I for me, valuation is over. Right. Pay. Pay that man his money. Uh. You know. That's. That's. And. And I know we. You've got to call him out. I want to hit on that before we let you go. But really quick, in regard on the defensive side of the ball, Dory Jackson is out. Um. Also, I'm being told that Julian Love is one of those players that's dealing with this illness this week. Yeah. Uh. I mean, they're anticipating him playing because he wasn't even on the injury report Wednesday. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, as Nick Gates said, I'll be fine. Just, you know, I'll take a bite, I'll get the IVs and I'll be ready mm-hmm. to go. Don't worry about it. And I think that, that's sort of the case for a bunch of guys here of how they're going to approach this. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they're, they're short in that secondary. They're down to they're down their top two cornerbacks. That's a problem. They, I mean, that, that was a spot where they've actually done pretty well. It was one of their better spots on the defense this year, but – uh, Noah Dory Jackson to me is a huge loss. It was one spot that they really just couldn't afford to lose. And now you're throwing Nick McLeod, you're throwing uh, Cordell Flott, and you know, and um, I'm throwing a blank on the third guy. It's Rodarius Williams, straight back from IR for like for like the last year and a half. And that's the Giants. You know, they're, they're going to be tasked with shutting down the Cowboys receiving course up. So, it's going to be tough sledding for that group, but Anita, and I know you're not very optimistic about the Giants. I kind of am optimistic about this team being pesky and hanging in the game because this is kind of what they are all year, right? And so I do think their strength is running the football. Dallas's weakness is stopping the run. I think the Giants can hang close. I'm not saying they can win. But I do like the Giants today with that nine, nine and a half, whatever that, that number is at this point. Again, Jordan Renan joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. He's got an interesting article column uh, up on ESPN.com in regard to uh, what does Daniel Jones need to prove to be a part of the Giants' future. Like I said, uh, he's already proven to me. Uh, give, give, give the listeners out there a, a little taste of, of this column and why they need to read more and what it's about, Jordan. Yeah, because, you know, to me, actions speak louder than words. And during the bye week, the Giants had contract talks with Saquon Barkley. They did not have contract talks with Daniel Jones. To me, that speaks volumes. It says, and Joe Shane said this as well, even though, like I said, it's actions more than words, uh, that it's a continual evaluation. So I think a big part of the Daniel Jones evaluation is going to be these last seven games. If, A, he could stay healthy, that's said he told me that was basically his top goal this year, was to stay healthy. Remember, he has never played a full 16 or 17 game season. He's been injured in every single professional season of his so far. Now, so far so good this year, even though he had an ankle injury at one point, he got through it. But there's still seven games left. I think that's a big part of this evaluation of whether he can stay healthy and how he plays and how he performs in key clutch games down the stretch. And then there's the, like you say, sign him, pay the man his money. The question is, what's the number as well? Like, are you willing to pay 30-plus million, 35 million? 
Like, is that, the, that's what the franchise tag number is going to be if you want to keep him there. If you yeah, want to no, buy I... him long-term, Daniel Jones could say, hey, I want to hit free agency. Somebody's going to pay me a lot of money. So you can't just say I want to bring him back at all costs. It's not, you know, he has a lot of say in this because he has leverage right now. I understand what you're saying. I'm not saying bring him back at all costs. I'm saying work out a deal somewhere three years, $25 million. Because here's another thing, Jordan. There's an incentive for him to stay here and work with Brian Dable in this system. Because this system fits him extremely well. What Brian Dable and, and Kafka, what they... But why, why, why would he want to say, oh, sure, $25 million. He can say, no, you want to keep me? Use the franchise thing. That right there is $30-plus million. So this is usually how it works is if you want to keep a guy, you do the franchise tag for this year and the franchise tag will be next year. So that's starting money he, if he really has the leverage of 60-plus million if you're, if you're him. So I don't know if he'd be so willing to say, sure, I'll take the $25 million a year. I understand. I understand what you're saying. I just, I, I think, I, I think that there's, I think that there's a monetary value that I think Daniel Jones and their camp needs to put on a uh, plane in this system, playing with Saquon Barkley, playing with Brian Dable. And as we know, I mean, listen, we've both been covering the NFL for a long time and and, and just how this Giants organization operates with the Mara family and the Tishes and whatnot. You know, the grass is not greener anywhere else. And I think you've got to put a monetary value on that. Just my two cents. Jordan, thank you so much. Appreciate you. You're right. Appreciate you as always. Um, happy, Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, my friend. Enjoy, Anita. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Make sure you cook that turkey nice and early because you've got to be done by 4 o'clock. you got to be done eating. 4 o'clock in your seat, Anita. <laughs> uh, you, you must not know me very well. I don't cook. So, um, and so no, I will, whoever does cook. Oh, okay. Cook. Yeah. Yeah. Well, l- listen, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in Brooklyn somewhere. So uh, watching, watching football and I don't know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> enjoy Thanksgiving, my friend. Be good. Brooklyn, early dinner. All right. <laughs> you got it. Let's open up the phone lines. 800-919-3776. What say you in regards to Daniel Jones? Uh, are you giving, you know, listen, sounds like Jordan's giving uh, the Giants a, a chance just to stick around. The, the, the Dallas Cowboys are favored by 10. Do you agree with him? Would you take the Giants getting the 10 just because they've been so scrappy all season? I don't know. It's just I'm 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 anticipating I'm anticipating a complete blowout. What say you? 800-919-3776. We'll be right back. 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. 
Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The end. So, uh, this is, this is, this is going to be brutal, I think. You know? I, I mean, just the Giants just don't have any warm bodies. They just don't. Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb are going to have a field day. Which, by the way, Dak Prescott, over 256 passing yards. CeeDee Lamb... This is why it's important to get on these prop bets early. Um, I got on this prop bet, CeeDee Lamb, over 67.5 receiving yards. It's now up to 75.5. I'd still play the over on both. Um, I, I think Dak and, and CeeDee are just going to take advantage of no, Noah Dory Jackson, uh, missing some guys. Apparently Love now has the, uh, the, um, the, the virus, whatever, the flu bug, whatever is going on. Um, C.D. Lamb to score a touchdown, minus 105. I'm on that. Um, also, I think I think I, I like – here's my – you know my favorite prop bet is in this in this matchup? Matt Breida, over 10.5 rushing yards. He's surpassed 10 rushing yards in five of his last seven games. And I, I, don't, I don't know if Saquon Barkley is 100% right now. So uh, – and also Matt Breida to score a touchdown is 7-1. to one. I'm on that. Why not? Michael Parsons to get a sack. We know he's going to get, here's the thing. We know he's going to get one. Will he get two? Well, that wager is not out there. But for him to get one is minus 155. So what does that mean? You've got to lay $155 down to win $100. Listen, if you're rolling in cash, it's worth it. Michael Parsons is absolutely going to get to Daniel Jones today. So you've got, you roll, you've got that kind of coin. Man, good for you. Go for it. Go, have at it. Because uh, Michael Parsons is is gonna tee it off all over Daniel Jones today, and that offensive line, offensive line is is uh, is gonna be a mess. Secondary is gonna be a mess, and all these guys have uh, upset stomachs. So <laughs> this is interesting. Um, the Dallas uh, bathrooms for the visitors on that sideline. Apparently, the bathrooms are like a mile away. For the visitors, I'm sure. I'm sure Jerry Jones uh, designed it that way. So don't be surprised if you see some porta potties there on the sideline for the Giants. What a mess! This Dallas Cowboys defense, number one passing defense, first in points per game, first in yards per game, uh, first in sacks. They've got 42 on the season. And by the way, they have five. They have four players with five, five if not more sacks. So it's not just Michael Parsons. It's not just one guy. Like, they're all getting in on the action. And um, uh, QB uh, percentage, uh, completion percentage, they average 37% completion percentage. (sighs) Daniel Jones has been sacked 30 times this season, fourth most in the NFL. So there's that. Okay. A little bit more trivia for you. Um... Most receptions on Thanksgiving. Jacob, you want to take a you want to take a shot at most receptions in a single game on Thanksgiving. Marvin Harrison against the Lions in two thousand four. He had twelve receptions. He was absolutely Peyton's favorite guy, right? Um, 
most receiving touchdowns in a single Thanksgiving game. How about this? Sterling Sharp, in 1994 against the Cowboys, he had four touchdowns. Okay? I'm just sharing. This, this could be fun, little trivia for you to share with your family today on, on, on Turkey Day. By the way, Knobservations is brought to you by Jackpot. That's right. Um, play the official state lottery game on your phone. Download the app. Get your first Mega Millions or Powerball ticket using the code ESPN. Must be 18 years or older to play. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem or want help, call 877-8-HOPE-AND-Y or visit jackpot.com slash TOS for terms of service. Make sure you do that. So I, I do want to have the conversation in regard to, to Daniel Jones, 800-919-3776. As I was talking to uh, Jordan Renan about, you know, the Giants haven't reached out to Daniel's uh, camp to discuss a, a, a contract extension. I don't get it. Like for me, I just don't feel that, I think Daniel has proven, I think we've seen enough that, um, you know, he's he's definitely improved under the tutelage of Brian Dable. He fits this offense and this offensive scheme extremely well. I think he's got the makings. He checks all the boxes of what a quarterback needs to be uh, here in, in New York. It's not easy, okay? It's not easy. That's for sure. So, um... I don't, I don't understand, like, at least, at least strike up the conversation, you know, at least in, in my opinion, right? At least start the conversation. Doesn't mean you have to agree to anything before the season's over, but at least have the conversation. I'm thinking three years, $25 million. It doesn't mean the Giants can't go out and draft another quarterback, but who's going to come in here and, and do better or be better? And, you know, same conversation. And what I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name, I'm going to throw out a few names of quarterbacks that are eligible, unrestricted free agents. Unrestricted free agents coming in to, to, to next season, 2023. Okay, I'm, I'm going to share them. We'll take a break. We'll open up the phone lines. You tell me, would you, what, what would you like to see the Giants do? At least start the conversation for, for Daniel Jones? And Jordan's right. There will, there, there will be takers. There will be suitors. For Daniel Jones, trust me, especially after this season. Again, I've said this time and time again. He's not wowing you with the stats. Who's he passing to? Darius Slayton, Richie James, Galladay, who can't get open against my grandmother. Who's he throwing? He has he has no legit tight ends. Granted, this offense begins and ends with Saquon Barkley, but if he had a supporting cast in regard to what, if he had a Devontae Adams, if he had an OBJ, if he had some type of like real legit wide receiving core or skill position group around him, I'm sure those stats would be a lot better. Daniel Jones is making chicken salad out of chicken poop. I'd say something else. It's a family show. When he's needed to move the chains to help win the game, he gets it done. Whether it's running for 10 yards, 15 yards, whatever the case, setting up Graham Gano in a better situation to make a field goal. Yeah, I just I, I feel that he is he has definitely proven, especially behind that offensive line I just shared with you, 30 sacks this season, fourth most sack quarterback in the NFL, and he's still helping the Giants win games. Okay? But here's your list of, of free agent quarterbacks next year. Tom Brady, okay, whatever. Um I, I think he goes uh, I don't know where is he where is he gonna go? Does he retire? He's gonna retire. That's right. He signed his that that the insane deal with Fox. 
Baker Mayfield. Jimmy Garoppolo. I love, you know, I love Jimmy. Again, no bells and whistles, not putting up the gaudy numbers, but dude's a winner. Put him in a system. Dude's a winner. Teddy Bridgewater, he's a backup. Case Keenum, he's a backup. Jacoby Brissett, let me tell you something, has looked good with, has looked good with, with the Browns. Um, Geno Smith, what a season he's having. By the way, fantasy, love Geno Smith this week against the Raiders. Oh, boy. Tee that bad boy up. Um, Andy Dalton, he's got to be doing something right. Jameis Winston got benched, even though he's healthy. Got to be doing something right. How about Heineke? Washington, what, took them forever and a day to finally commit? They bring, can you imagine? Add insult to injury. They bring Carson Wentz as opposed to rolling with Heineke, especially the way that he ended the season last year? Ridiculous. Heineke. Um, here's, here's one for you. Gardner Minshew. I love Gardner Minshew. Unfortunately, uh, he's, he's stuck as a backup to uh, Jalen Hurts. And, um, and the Eagles are reluctant to trade him, and for good reason, right? If, God forbid, something happens to Jalen Hurts, you want a backup quarterback that can step in and help you win games, just like Nick Foles was able to do for them, right, in the Super Bowl. So, but Gardner Minshew, unrestricted free agent next year. Dude's been sitting behind, just waiting for his opportunity. He gets an opportunity, he's not going to squander it, trust me. I love me some Gardner Minshew. Anyway, those, so, so food, food for thought. Those are your free agent quarterbacks that are going to be out there and available uh, in, in uh, this offseason. Would you rather, 800-919-3776, would you rather have one of those cats over Daniel Jones? And Jets fans, would you rather the Jets organization say, okay, we've had enough. We know what time it is with Zach Wilson. Uh, let's, let's, let's go after one of these cats. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jacoby Brissett, Geno Smith, Heineke, Menchu, Andy Dalton, 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you in for DPH and Rothenberg this morning. Uh, we'll come back. We'll kick off hour number three. Uh, we'll hear from Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network this hour as well. Right here on 98.7 ESPN.